Hi there, I'm Nick Preciato, editor at San Jose Spotlight and co-host of The Podlight, a podcast produced by San Jose Spotlight. There are more than 10,000 homeless residents living in Santa Clara County, and local government, nonprofit partners, and advocates have worked for years to tackle the problem of people sleeping on the streets. They've turned to solutions like safe parking sites and transitional housing with supportive services to offer solutions, and have utilized a variety of funding sources to provide it. Now, the county and its group of partners is receiving an $11 million grant from the Federal Department of Housing and Urban Development, HUD for short, to further its efforts to house homeless residents. Joining me today to talk more about this is Preston Prince, Executive Director of the Santa Clara County Housing Authority, one of the largest public housing authorities in the nation. He worked as Executive Director of other housing authorities prior to that, and his early professional career focused on creating and financing affordable housing for both nonprofits and public housing agencies across the states of Washington and Colorado, and now California. He also serves on the boards of the National Association of Housing and Redevelopment Officials, the California Housing Finance Agency, and the National Public Housing Museum. Welcome to the show, Preston. Thanks. I'm really happy to be here. So, um, Preston, can you explain to listeners how you got involved uh, with working with the Housing Authority here? I, I kind of gave your bio just now, but what drew you into this kind of work? Sure. And I'd like to step back a little bit about what drew me into the work and then talk about Santa Clara County Housing Authority. So I'm really one of those unusual ones that realized early in my college studies that I want to focus on affordable housing, affordable housing finance and housing policy. And then early in my career, I actually intentionally went to work for a housing authority in Washington state. So I now have 33 years of uh, affordable housing experience, uh, the last 28 at public housing authorities in three different states. Um, I really do think housing authorities are unique and if managed entrepreneurially can really make a, a transformative impact in the community that they serve. So that's kind of the orange story in a very nutshell. Um, but I came to Santa Clara and Santa Clara County Housing Authority for a couple of reasons. Uh, and I just wanted to bring up four that come to mind. Uh, first, uh, there is an amazing alignment between the city of San Jose, Santa Clara County, Destination Home, and the Housing Authority and so many incredible partners uh, to address homelessness. That is really unusual and something I have not seen in any other part of the country. Uh, the second is I think Santa Clara County Housing Authority was underutilized, uh, that it is a powerful tool that could do so much more for this community. It's financially sound and has a strong foundation. And so I really want to prove that the model that I've been working on for the last 25 years, that housing and housing through a housing authority can be a leverage point for health, wealth, and educational outcomes which kind of leads to the third idea, which is the convergence of a complex housing market like San Jose, Santa Clara County, and the disparate impact uh, on vulnerable communities. Uh, I think the Housing Authority can be a platform to really look and, uh, and create local um, interventions and, and then use that to create national policy for everyone. And last, this is the Silicon Valley, right? And this is the place where I think we can really embrace the techno uh, technological philosophy, uh, the tech philosophy and energy. We can really disrupt and innovate uh, the housing system uh, that has failed so many people. So at the Housing Authority, I'm really trying to lean us into our mission of using housing to create that platform for families and children to self-actualize and become who they want to be. Uh, and uh, the federal funds, just to kind of give a 
snapshot uh, to people. Uh, the federal funds, while they've been increasing nominally over the last few years, over the last decade, today we have about a half a billion dollars that comes through uh, federal funds that comes through in the form of rental assistance that we at the housing authority, the city and county housing authorities, uh, that we use uh, to invest in our community. Thank you for explaining that. Now, um, you mentioned rental assistance. Is that the main focus of the housing authority's role when it comes to preventing homelessness in Santa Clara County? Or where there are a lot of partners kind of working all of this together. Where does the housing authority fit into that? Right. Uh, so here, uh, there is this close partnership between the city, the, the city of San Jose, the county, uh, Destination Home, the different cities in our community, as well as the continuum of care partners. Uh, we all embrace the community plant and homelessness. And the community plant and homelessness has three primary strategies uh, to address the root causes of homelessness through system and policy change to expand homeless prevent, homelessness prevention and housing programs, uh, and to improve the quality of life for unsheltered individuals and to create healthy neighborhoods for all. Uh, and you're totally right. The very general way uh, is to say that uh, our role has been focused on creating and supporting exit strategies from the street, from interim housing into permanent housing through the provision of rental assistance. Uh, and that rental assistance uh, allows it, uh, the housing to be affordable to the individual household, to the family or the individual, uh, where they pay 30% of their income towards rent, but it also provides dollars to the development to cover really important operating uh, costs. Um, so with Measure A, for example, um, we will provide rental assistance to about 1,800 households, to 1,800 uh, families uh, out of the 4,500 homes that will be built. And our contribution will be about a billion dollars over the next 20 years. So it's really important infusion of, of uh, federal funds into our efforts. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Now, with this uh, money that the county and its partners just received, that's the uh, Continuum of Care Coalition, as you mentioned, uh, $11 million in this one-time grant. What is that money going toward? Can you break down how that will be used? Yes, I can. Uh, so I, earlier I talked about the three broad strategies to end homelessness. These funds were awarded to help us meet uh, some goals uh, within those strategies specifically to expand the supportive housing system, provide more housing resources to unsheltered individuals, and to, uh, and to reduce the length uh, uh, of time to resolve someone's homelessness. So we received approximately $11 million, uh, and it supports three specific initiatives. Uh, 2.2 million will support chronically homeless seniors uh, at CORE's Agrohood Senior Apartments. It's currently under construction on Winchester, in the city of Santa Clara. Um, uh, there is 3.2 million to serve 28 unsheltered homeless households over the next three years with time-limited rental assistance and supportive services. This is through an innovative partnership between the Office of Supportive Housing and affordable housing developers. And then the last is 5.5 million to expand uh, the existing client engagement team. The client engagement team provides outreach services to unsheltered homeless residents in Santa Clara County. Uh, we build and we engage and build rapport with unsheltered uh, individuals, really encouraging them to access supportive housing and resources. And we also really work hard to decrease the time uh, that they need to get into housing or that uh, it's taken for them to get into housing. This project will serve about 800 unsheltered uh, people uh, over each year over the next three years. And then I have to say on top of that, um, the, 
the housing authority will receive about $4 million to provide rental assistance to the families at AgriHood. So it's really $15 million over the next three years. Oh, thank you for clarifying that. And just to follow up with something you said, you said that some of this housing is going to be specifically for seniors. Can you speak at all to the issues that seniors face when it comes to housing instability and homeless? I, I think colloquially, we hear this term of the silver tsunami, that there's a silver tsunami coming because people are on fixed incomes and Santa Clara County is expensive. How does this problem affect seniors? Uh, well, uh and I would really have to refer people to uh, the continuum of care and, and folks at the Office of Supportive Housing. They'll have the data. Uh, they refer to themselves as, as data nerds. Uh, uh, and I think they'd be happy to share the exact data. But um, we have a really high percentage of individuals who are on the street who are seniors who are chronically homeless. And so this is really targeting that particular population because it's been underserved or uh, um, hasn't been invested in as much as others. So it's, uh, I don't know the exact numbers, but we do have a very large number of seniors who are on the streets. Oh, thank you for talking about that. There's a bit of a preface to this question before I get to the actual question. Now, State Senator David Cortese, uh, he's leading an audit into how uh, millions of state dollars have been used to resolve homelessness or spent uh, to resolve homelessness in San Jose. There's a concern that this uh, money isn't being spent wisely. Now, this isn't a one-to-one -one comparison, but I'm curious how HUD monitors the housing authority to make sure that funds are being used as intended. How does that work? Yeah. And uh, I, I do have to say, I, I know very little about the state's audit of the city, and I really can't speak to that. Um, but we are held accountable. How we're held accountable is a great question. In fact, this was a question that Councilmember Dolan asked from the dais uh, about a month ago at a city council meeting. So it's one that I think everyone should be asking and that I'm really happy to address. Uh, so Santa Clara County Housing Authority is a public agency. Uh, we also, through a, a uh, contract, for lack of a better word, uh, we manage the housing authority of the city of San Jose. So we're really two housing authorities acting as one. Um, but we are a public agency, which means that we are audited and monitored all of the time. Uh, our audit is a component unit of the county's audit. So it means the county then looks at our audit. Um, our meetings are fall under the Brown Act, so they're open and transparent. Um, and then uh, HUD constantly monitors us and audits us. In fact, we just found out earlier this week that they're going to audit every payment that we made to property owners in our Section 8 program in 2022. So it's something around 20, 250,000 payments. Uh, and then they're also going to review our waitlist system. So there's a, a constant, uh, for lack of a better word, spotlight on us uh, to make sure <laughs> that we are uh, you know, in accordance to you know, the public rules and requirements. Yeah, it sounds like there's a lot of checks and balances there. There really is. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hello, Josh Bruce here, co-founder of San Jose Spotlight. Did you know that San Jose Spotlight is Silicon Valley's only nonprofit news organization? That's right. Our impact journalism is funded by generous readers like you. And this year, we have plans to expand our reporting to other cities in Santa Clara County. If you find value in our reporting, Consider becoming a sustaining member today with a monthly or annual recurring donation by visiting our website, SanJoseSpotlight.com. Thank you. As you walk around the neighborhood, you may have noticed that yards have evolved with less grass and more native plants. How is your yard looking? 
Are you ready to replace your water-thirsty lawn and create a modern and beautiful water-efficient landscape? If you live in Santa Clara County, Valley Waters rebates can help you pay to upgrade. Visit watersavings.org today to evolve your yard. You've talked a little bit about this already, but besides the funding being used for these projects uh, coming from HUD, how else is the Housing Authority working to address homelessness? Are there other projects in the pipeline? Yeah, so at, at the heart of it all, uh, the cause of homelessness really is the lack of affordable housing. Uh, the Santa Clara County Housing Authority has been an active developer over the last 30 years. We have a portfolio of about 2,500 units in our uh, that we currently own and manage, uh, but we're really stepping up and amping up our development activities. And today we have a pipeline of over 1,500 units with a focus on deep income targeting, meaning that we want to create units for extremely low income and unhoused uh, families and individuals. Extremely low income is defined as uh, someone who makes less than 30% of area median income uh, in Santa Clara County, that's approximately 50,000 a year, uh, but the vast majority of the households that we're serving are making between 20 and $30,000 a year here in Santa Clara County. So we're trying to do deep income targeting. Uh, some of the work that we're doing to address homelessness beyond the rental assistance is we are actively participating in the Home Key program. Home Key uh, initially started as Room Key, Project Room Key, uh, to help get people off of the streets during COVID. Uh, Home Key is then to buy and convert motels into housing. Uh, so we're acting as a developer. For example, we recently closed on a motel acquisition that will, uh, through our partners, uh, Bill Wilson Center and Jamboree, it will provide housing and services for homeless and at risk of being homeless transitional age youth. So we're really excited to be stepping into becoming a home key developer. We also have a unique bridge housing partnership with the county uh, that we're looking at expanding. Uh, so bridge housing is a form of interim housing. Uh, and so we're looking at how can we support the city and county's other efforts around interim housing. Um, and then finally, we recognize that we have a role in addressing the upstream causes of homelessness. And we're always exploring ways uh, of how we can change the systems that create homelessness. So we're looking at the tools and re resources that we have and really align that with existing community initiatives. And then we're really trying to create those unique ideas that can create healthy, vibrant, inclusive neighborhoods throughout Santa Clara County. The Housing Authority is obviously doing a lot. I'm curious to know what challenges um, the Housing Authority and to a greater extent Santa Clara County face when it comes to tackling homelessness. Yeah, so uh, I think I'm stating the obvious. The housing system in the United States isn't working. And I want to give you a couple of numbers. I'll give you three numbers. 1,000, 40,000, 100,000. So 1,000 is the number of vouchers that get turned every year. We have 17,000 vouchers in our entire portfolio. 1,000 uh, vouchers get turned in and get reissued. Uh, we have 40,000 interested households, families on our, uh, on our list um, that want housing. And I think that there's probably 100,000 income eligible families in Santa Clara County for housing assistance. So it would take 40 years to serve those who have come to us and already shown interest and 100 years uh, to, uh, to meet the overall need in this community. Most of the families who are on our interest list qual would qualify as 
uh, extremely low income, again, meaning that they make less than $50,000 a year, make less than 30% of uh, uh, area median income. I think that there's been amazing work through Measure A, and I'm really proud of the Housing Authority's role in Measure A, uh, but to a certain degree, we really haven't created more deeply affordable housing units. We really have been just kind of moving around the rental assistance uh, as opposed to creating more uh, uh, affordable housing units, our deeply affordable housing units. So I think we need to change the system. Uh, and this might be a little bit of a high level thought, but I think we need to decommodify housing. Uh, the effort to create social housing uh, here in California is an interesting idea that gets to the heart of the matter. Uh, if you look at Vienna's social housing model, it's unique to Vienna. So, you know, we can't just take what's happening there and bring it here, but there are parts that we could adopt. And those parts include publicly owned housing, using sound real estate principles to create housing that cross subsidizes the gap in deeply affordable housing. We need to create, and as they do, mixed income, mixed use communities that are integrated and connected in all parts of our county. We need to think about design and sustainability, and we really need to focus on social cohesion, something that is part of every development that they do in Vienna. So Vienna is a community of 2 million people, and they have no unsheltered people on the streets. We have 2 million people here in Santa Clara, and as you said, we have 10,000 unhoused individuals. They have a 100-year head start, but I think we can catch up. And then there's a second item, and probably it's just too big to unpack in this conversation, but we really have to address the systemic racism that is embedded in our housing, land use, educational health, and other social policies and programs that has led to this community. It is a community that has the highest economic growth rate in the last 10 years, but it has one of the lowest uh, rates in the country of that economic growth being inclusive to people of color. So I think we have to look at the uh, the embedded system of racism in our systems. Yes, thank you for explaining that. And yeah, you're talking about historic redlining and uh, just to plug San Jose Spotlight, we have articles about that. Um, now, yeah, how yeah, that and it's not just the historical redlining, there is redlining happening today. If you read like, um, you know, the color of law, these things went from like blatant to like kind of hidden within housing policy and within land use policy. So yeah, we definitely have to continue to confront that. How does the Housing Authority collaborate with entities like San Jose and the other local cities, uh, as well as nonprofits that are focused on serving homelessness? I know you mentioned like Destination Home and uh, Life Moves is in the area. And how could that collaboration with those uh, groups and cities be improved? Yeah, so uh, I, again, I, I said one of the reasons I came here was because of that relationship between the city of San Jose, Santa Clara County, Destination Home, the continuum of care. You mentioned Life Moves, Abode, Home First, there are so many wonderful nonprofits. Um, and then, uh, of course, the for-profit and nonprofit development world, as well as the property owners and exist, you know, the existing landlords that we work with. Um, we can do uh, more to uh, support the community plant and homelessness. Uh, at the same time, we're looking at how do we support other initiatives in the community. We submitted, for example, we submitted uh, for a grant in partnership with the city to address digital divide issues. Unfortunately, it wasn't successful, but we're looking at still implementing the ideas with the city of San Jose. Um, and then we're talking with new partners about how do we work with them to address the really, really vital issue of closing the digital divide. 
We are looking at refreshing our strategic plan. It's one that has been inward looking about how do we become more efficient and more effective. And we really want to start looking outwardly towards our residents and towards our partners. Um, and along that line, we have invited more than a dozen organizations uh, to come present at a monthly all staff meeting that we have. Uh, we call it our policy lab. Um, and what we want to do is we want to understand the needs of the community. We want to know who's been left out. And we really want to understand what our partners are doing and how do we support them. Uh, so many times you hear that the number one issue uh, within an organization that's serving a special population is housing. So um, the partners have been, edu uh, have been educational and health organizations. Uh, they've been organizations that support victims of gender-based violence. Um, organizations that serve foster youth. And we've also been talking with organizations that are led by people of color and serve communities of color. So we're really trying to change who we are as a housing, uh, housing agency. Fundamentally, we understand that we're stewards of federal dollars that pass through us. These are community dollars uh, that, we, uh, that can be used to leverage investment through the partnerships to have the highest impact. Um, so I really do think that this is, you know, we can't do it alone. Uh, nor is it ours to do alone. It's not our dollars. So we really have to connect and collaborate and partner more. This is another question with a bit of a preface. Um, we've reported on this. Uh, so years ago, a statistic came out uh, that said roughly 2.5 people fall into homelessness locally for every person housed. Uh, that number is now down to, I believe, 1.7 people. And the county just uh, last year housed more than 3,500. And don't quote me on this, but I believe Supervisor Susan Ellenberg said that was about an 18% increase over the previous year. I'm curious if you can explain for listeners where this statistic comes from and how it's improving. Yeah, uh, and I heard on Monday Supervisor Ellenberg also say this number, and uh, it's one that I think needs to be repeated because we're doing great work here in Santa Clara County. Um, so the statistic comes from the recently published update on the community plant and homelessness. Um, it shows that we went from 2.5 uh, families becoming homeless to every family housed in 2019 to 1.7 households becoming homeless for every uh, family, uh, family housed in 2022. So in gross numbers, we've both increased those are housed, uh, those who are housed, as you said, that 15, 18% increase. I can't remember the number either. And we're also decreasing uh, those who are entering homelessness through our homeless prevention interventions. Um, because of both, we have a better overall ratio today. But our goal, we're not there yet. Our goal is to uh, be like so many other communities. We share the same goal with so many other communities is to get to functional zero uh, so that we have the right size system where every for every family entering, we have the same number of family exiting and that we really rehouse people quickly uh, who become homeless. Last question here, and, and you've, you've talked about this a bit, but I'm curious to know what else you think needs to be done to solve homelessness in the county and how that could be accomplished. I know that you said kind of high-level systemic racism and some of those um, systemic issues need to be addressed. Is, is there anything you haven't touched on yet? Yeah, and I, I'm sure that there are some very practical ideas too, but I tend to think about the big systems that we have to change. So, you know, quoting uh, former Vice President Al Gore, this isn't brain science or rocket surgery. He really did say that, I believe. But it's really basic, yet it's really monumental. We, uh, we need to do five things. I, one, we need more money. We need to invest more federal, state, and local funds into housing and supportive services. And I know that both uh, at the state level uh, and at the federal level, 
that is happening. And uh, we need to renew Measure A, right? That investment into permanent supportive housing and into housing was great. Uh, the second is we need will. Um, we need uh, a will to have us all agree that integrated, inclusive housing in all neighborhoods must happen. We need to create community uh, community values around the mixed-in communities that guides our development. Um, the third thing is, and I've said this already, I think we need to decommodify housing. I, I think we really need to decouple the idea that wealth creation solely comes from or predominantly comes from the appreciation of housing. If we provide uh, affordable housing that is attainable for all, uh, then people will have the, uh, the resources to invest into their own retirement and wealth creation. Um, so fourth, and by the way, that's something that happens in Vienna. Housing is not part of wealth creation. Uh, it is really this provides stability so that then people are able to focus on uh, the health and uh, wealth of their of their families and their households. Um, the fourth area is really to focus on creating publicly owned limited profit housing that will lead to a portfolio as it has in Vienna, Netherlands, Germany, that supports a larger percentage of our community. And the fifth thing I think about is really embracing the lived experience of so many who have been left out of the system. Um, there is so much uh, to be done. The housing complex, uh, housing market is very complex. But if we really listen to those who've been uh, desperately impacted, I think we'll have a better housing system down the road. I've been speaking with Preston Prince, Executive Director of the Santa Clara County Housing Authority. Preston, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks. That's great being here. That's it for this episode of The Podlight, a podcast produced by San Jose Spotlight. I'm editor Nick Preciado. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.